0: When you're putting together a real estate syndication, a lot of your world gets assumed by the world of Regulation D and the SEC and syndication and funds and all those things. But what we oftentimes forget is that many people in the world don't know what we're talking about when we say real estate syndication. And they would be interested, but they just don't know. And so a lot of the times you'll get the question, well, can you give me an example of what a real estate syndication would look like? So, in this video, we're going to do just that. My name is Tilda Moschetti. I am a syndication attorney with the Moschetti Syndication Law Group. Let me give you an example of what a real estate syndication is. I understand that if you're watching this video, you probably already know what it is, but many people don't. And I'm oftentimes surprised myself because I forget, you know, this is my world that I live in 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 and one quarter days a year. But most people aren't living in this world uh, that are thinking about this stuff all the time. So, here is sort of uh, an example that I could use if I was asked, you know, can you give me an example of a real estate syndication? So, I probably would say, let me tell you about one of the first deals that I did. So, I found this piece of property. On that property, it was already developed by a developer. It was a medical office property, and uh, they had a tenant lease already signed. Now, I knew who the developer was. I already had the relationship with them. And I knew that they were interested in just selling it pretty quickly because they wanted to move on to their next project. So I immediately thought this is a good opportunity to buy in at a lower price and get a, a nice piece of real estate. Uh, I could have bought this property for myself, but I wanted to get started in syndication, and so I did this deal, right? So I bought the property. I put the, the property under contract, uh, and then I started looking for investors. In this case, I had a good network, so I was using Rule 506B in order to find investors, So, which meant I could take both non-accredited and accredited investors, so I went around to all my, everybody that I know and I talked to them about this investment. I said, I'm buying this piece of real estate. I'm getting it at a discount because the developer who's just finished it, they already have the major tenant in place and is ready to move in as soon as development is over, but they want to go off and do develop another project for that same tenant. So I'm getting it at a good discount. Now I know that in the area there is only one of these buildings and one of this kind of tenant. This is a medical tenant, uh, and so I know that they, this is only one. There are some other reasons and why this uh, this is a very specific purpose, um, and that it's an underserved community for the services that this medical uh, company provides. So there is a there is a good need in the marketplace for it, which creates a value in that tenant, right? So they want that tenant there. The tenant is most likely going to stay there for a very long time and keep renewing their leases. Also, the economics of the area, the demographics were really, really strong. It was strong in most areas, but it was also uniquely strong in the same medical service that was necessary that was being provided by my client, uh, by my, uh, my my tenant. So I had this great opportunity, right? So what I did is I divided it up. I think it was uh, approximately a $2 million raise, and I'm rounding here because I don't remember exactly. It was a $2 million raise, and then I put financing of another $2 million on it. So I put a loan, got a loan, had that done, $2 million. So I still needed to raise $2 million, so I divided it up into, at that time, I think I divided it up into $50,000 shares, and then I started selling those $50,000 shares out to people that I knew, people who were already in my network. Now, some people came in through family. Some of it was family, and I would explain to the what the family was, and they wanted to support me, so they came in. Others were friends, so friends were, were interested, interested. They wanted to support me as well, and they saw a good opportunity. They knew I knew the industry very well, and so they trusted me with their money. The other was business associates. So business associates knew that I knew what I was doing, that I knew the property well, and that I knew what, uh, and that they stood to gain, you know, well financially with it. Some people chose to invest just cash out of their savings, out of their their checking accounts or what have you. Some chose to invest with their self-directed IRA. At the end of the day, we raised that $2 million. So then at closing, all $4 million went to the property. I managed that property. Uh, I didn't hire a property manager. It was on basically a triple net lease, so it wasn't very difficult to manage, Um, and then every quarter, I made distributions. I made distributions to, to my investors. It turned out uh, that we were making distributions you know, right around the amount that we told investors we would be making, um, and we made them very, very regularly. We didn't let a day go by. Um, when, if we said it was going to be probably on the first of the month, it had to happen on the first of the month or the first Monday of the month uh, in order for them to get their check. It was in that we didn't let a week go by in order for me to make that distribution. At the end of four and a half years, I I had projected that it was going to be a five year term. Uh, At four and a half years, I decided the market was in a really good position at that point. Uh, I wanted to sell the property. I told all my investors, I think it's now is the time to sell. What do you all think? Everybody seemed to to agree with me. We, uh, I marketed the property. Uh, I found, um, uh, I did this deal myself, where I put put it on the market, and I sold the property myself. Uh, The first transaction didn't go through. Second one did. Made a lot of money for my investors. Made my final distributions. So that so each investor, I was projecting that each investor would make a 15% IRR, which is an internal rate of return. So you can think of it almost like it's 15% annually that they were getting from their investment. Um, and at the end of the day, that's they got like I think it was 15.5%. So we overachieved just by a little bit. Uh, investors got their money; they were happy, and investors came with me on the next round. So that is an example of a real estate syndication, a very, very simple one. I had one tenant. I had a bunch of investors. I think I had maybe 16, 17 investors at that time um, in that deal, and uh, we made the money. Uh, So there is an example of what a real estate syndication is. Hope you found that useful. My name is Tilda Maschetti. I am a real estate syndication attorney with the Maschetti Syndication Law Group.